Hey, hey, everyone. This is Brothers in Faith with Steve-O. Uh, this week, we're going to be doing a two-part special of our podcast this week. Um, as you know, today is the 10th anniversary of the April 27th, 2011 tornadoes. And... Uh, <clears throat> You know, it's a hard day. It was a hard day for meteorologists. It was a hard day for everyone, really, in the state of Alabama. And today, I think this podcast is really just going to focus on me sharing my story of April 27th and uh, probably Thursday have a couple people on to uh, share their experiences from April 27th and just, uh, you know, this week be a podcast of encouragement for those who went through those storms and who, who faced many emotions after that. I know I faced, there were a few days where I faced some hard, hard times and some difficult days, even though we didn't get any damage that day. Um, but I wanted to start out uh, with a uh, a psalm, a passage of scripture, this Psalm 91, and uh, we'll be talking more about with the person that influenced this later, but uh, um, Psalm 91 says that the one who dwell- lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust, he himself will rescue you from the bird trap, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by day or the plague that stalks in the darkness or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, my God, my refuge, the Most High, your dwelling place, no harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent. For he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and on the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the young serpent. Because he is his heart set on me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. And uh, while I'm home for the summer, I will I plan on uh, recording an episode of the podcast with someone who very much influenced my uh, walk in ministry and my uh, just everything about that. And he, this psalm is a big part of that of that story that he will sh- uh, he will share 
But um, most of y'all know what happened on this day 10 years ago, April 27th, 2011. It's a day that will forever live in the minds of Alabamians and folks all over the Southeast. Um, that was a hard day. And I had woke up at about 5.30 that morning. Uh, we had just gotten a call from Jim Carr, who was uh, superintendent of Blunt County Schools at that time. And, uh, you know, at that point he said that schools had been delayed one hour. And so, you know, I just sat there and watched Jason Simpson on on ABC 3340 and just, you know, saw the, the storms coming through. And the morning storms were a lot worse than what they had expected. Uh, those were very, very powerful storms and... Had that been in it, that would have been a powerful event in and of itself. But, you know, everyone knew that there were more storms that were going to be coming that afternoon. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was tough. It was hard to watch. Um, you know, most of us, <clears throat> I think a lot of people thought after the sun came out that morning that they thought, hey, that's it. That's the worst of it. But it wasn't. So 7.30 rolls around that morning and... Uh, Mr. Hudson comes on the bus and picks us up, picks me up, and he had picked two other people up besides me, and we had gotten down to Pine Mountain Community Church, the church that I, I grew up in, and I got on Facebook, and I saw where my brother had posted that Blunt County Schools had decided to cancel. So I went and told Mr. Hudson that, and he went, he called, we pulled off at Pine Mountain Community Church, and he paged over to the bus shop to, in Cleveland to confirm that. And, of course, they said, yeah, Blount County has canceled for today. So we, he started dropping each and one of us back off, and as each one of us was getting off the bus, he stopped the bus and he he's like, "Hey, let me let me pray for you." And so he prayed over us. He prayed over each one of us. And I will never forget that. I will never also never forget his words that he said after he prayed over each one of us and he was letting us off the bus. He said, "Be safe and uh, let me know if y'all need anything." And that, that just kind of stuck with me because, you know, he, he was just a bus driver. He was just a, a, a guy that, you know, he picks us up in the morning and drops us off in the afternoon. But 
over the years, over the time that we had him as a bus driver at Locust Fork, and I know he, he was this way at Southeastern too, he always tried to build a relationship, so to say, with those that rode the bus with us. And I think that was very important for him to do. I think that was very awesome of him to do as well because, you know, it showed that he really did care about us. And I will never forget that. I'll never forget, also never forget, you know, him just saying, hey, if y'all need anything, let me know. And, you know, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to say all that. He didn't have to pray with us. He didn't have to pray for us or over us. But he did. And, you know, that that's why he will always and forever be one of my favorite bus drivers that we had at Locust Fork or Southeastern. And so I got back in and... You know, about 9 o'clock, James Band and Jason Simpson, they go off the air and return to regular programming for a little bit. And they say, you know, this is going to be a tough day. This is going to be a hard day. And at that point, they had lost several things. Um, you know, that several life-saving tools that were going to be important that day. And... Uh, so everything, you know, the sun's coming out after that morning, those morning rounds of storms. And I look up and I'm like, this isn't good. This, this is not good. And I remember just sitting there, sitting outside for a little bit after the storm, first storms have came, come through and the sun was out and. I just remember sitting there and praying. And I remember praying, you know, I don't know what's going to happen today, God, but I know that you're in control and I know that you are going to be glorified somehow through all of this. That you are going to be with us in the storm. About 2 o'clock, I remember James Spann and Jason Simpson going back on the air. And they were just going to do, you know, a quick update. And then he saw the hook on the kidney bean shape on that storm in Walker County. And it ended up going into Coleman County. Excuse me. And I remember seeing that tornado that went through Coleman on TV. And it was hard. It was hard to see. Because when the radio, the, I think it was a small TV transmitter tower went all, went down and their sky cam went down. I was like, that's going to be hard. And there, there's people there. There's people that are being hurt and possibly killed in the midst of that storm. 
and that one was bad enough. I think the hardest harder storm for me was the one that came through Tuscaloosa and Birmingham and eventually retouched down and went through St. Clair County and Ohatchee and places like that. I remember seeing that one on Tuscaloosa, the Tuscaloosa storm on on Skycam. And man it it was hard cuz I, I i saw that and i looked over and i told my mom and i told my grandmother there are people being killed there are people dying in that storm right now and there's nothing we can do there's nothing that that James and Jason can do all we can do is pray all we can do is pray and it was at that point that I knew that it was bad. I, was, I, I told him, this is bad. This is, this is very bad. And then I saw the storm come through Birmingham, come through Fultondale. And then us in St. Clair County ended up in the warning. And I remember just sitting there thinking, is this it? Is this it? Is this the day that I go home and I meet my maker? And it was hard. It was hard. Um, I will never... Never forget that. I remember sitting. Our satellite went out, so we ended up listening to James and Jason on 104.7 for for a good little while. And we were blessed that the tornado, it lifted up, but it went over the top of us and it dropped a lot of debris in our yard. And I remember, I remember praying. You know, God, if, if you're not done with me here on earth, if you're not done with my family yet here on earth, then let this storm pass. Because I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go. And I remember I remember going out after after the storm came through. Um going and looking at looking through some of the debris that fell. And there was stuff from Tuscaloosa. There was stuff from Pratt City. And I remember just looking through some of that and thinking, wow. These are people whose 
I mean, it was things like, you know, things that they would never use again and things like that. But it was, I remember looking through all that and thinking, these are people who just lost their lives. If they didn't lose their, their lives, they just lost everything. And I remember just, just breaking down. And I think that's one night after a severe weather event that I didn't really get any sleep. Because the only, the only other time that I didn't get any sleep after a severe weather event was April 28th of 2014 when our house got hit by an EF2 um separate event but that was the only other time besides April 27th that I did not get any sleep after the fact it was just so hard to because I mean even though you know I wasn't a meteorologist. I was only in middle school at the time. Even though, you know, I ended up not going into meteorology. Even though I was just a, a weather enthusiast at the time. Even though we didn't get any damage from the storm. I knew that it was catastrophic. That the damage across the state was was bad. It was horrible. And there were times that night where I just cried. Because it was hard to see the state that I grew up in, the state that I've I've lived in all of my life, slammed like that, hit hard like that. It was it was hard to see. It was hard to witness. And I think every time after that, when I tried to close my sleep, or close my eyes and tried to go to sleep, all I could see was those storms. All I could see was those tornadoes going through Coleman, going through Birmingham, going through Tuscaloosa. And I'd end up waking back up in a cold sweat. I'd end up crying. <laughs> It was hard. And I can't imagine how hard it was all was for for James or for Jason or for any of those meteorologists who were covering that that day. I can't imagine that. Because if it was hard on on just us as Alabamians who were just watching the whole thing unfold. 
it had to be two to three to four time fold that for meteorologists and for those who actually went through it and who actually got hit. And when they said that 250 people had lost their lives that day, For a while, I questioned God on it. For a while, I questioned, why did you let that storm lift up over us, but then kill so many people in Birmingham or Tuscaloosa, in Pratt City, in Ohatchee? Why did you allow that to happen, God? That was my my thinking after that. After hearing that. Why did you... Why? Why did you spare me and not one of those other 250 people? And I know we all have a season. I know the Bible says that we all have a time where we're here and we're go- then we're gone. And I know that God says, and the Bible says that we have, that we're, we're but a vapor. But that life is but a vapor. And, you know, for a while there, after the, those storms came through, I, I, I really questioned God. I really questioned why why we were spared. And you know, as I've gotten older and as I look back 10 years 10 years later, I look back and I realize that you know, God truly d- does have a purpose for me and for for my family. And You know, I wouldn't want to go out in a tornado. I wouldn't want to leave this life in a tornado. But but I know that those people who who lost their lives on April 27th, 2011, had fulfilled their purpose on this earth. That they had fulfilled the purpose that God had called them to on this earth. And, you know, I don't know what their purpose was. But but God called them home that day. And I hope one day that I will get to meet those people who lost their lives on April 27th in heaven, in eternity. And just to celebrate with them and to, to worship our God together you know I'll probably never know their names I'll probably never know the stories of those people who lost their lives on that day but I know each and every single one of them 
was made in the image of God. And that each and every single one of them were fully known and fully loved by God. Just like you and just like I am fully known and fully loved by God. You know, it, it's hard to look back 10 years ago on April 27th, 2011, and on the feelings that I felt after that of wondering why I was spared. But I look back why I was spared, why, why we were not touched, and why, why, why people lost their lives that day. And, you know, we may never know, truly know why they lost their lives that day. But what I do know is that God has shown me over these past 10 years that, you know, he, he left me here. He spared me that day because he has a purpose for me. And... I don't know what that purpose is yet. Maybe that purpose is for you to hear this today, for you to hear the gospel through this story today. But he has me here for a purpose. And he has me here to minister to those around me. Where I am, whether it's here at JSU or whether it's back home in Blount County. He has me here for a purpose. And you know, I may not know what that purpose is on this side of earth. But on this side of heaven. But I do know that that God has that God has me. And you know, I, I don't want my story and the thoughts the feelings that I felt and the thoughts that I felt the thoughts that I, I thought that day to overcloud what other people experienced that day. And so that's why I've wanted, I want to do a special one Thursday, a special podcast Thursday to, uh, you know, to, to dive in and to have other people talk about their experiences and to uh, share their experiences from that day. And, uh, you know, it just be one where we encourage one another through Scripture and through, through just hearing, listening to one another and hearing one another's stories from that day. And that's what I want it to be. And if you want to be a part of that, let me know. Uh, shoot me a message on Facebook or Twitter. Um, and I will be more than happy to have you on and to... Uh, have you share with us 
of what happened and what you what you what you felt and what you went through on that day because i I feel like the best way that we can serve one another ten years later after the fact is to listen to one another. And, you know, I, I will never forget that day. And I'm sure many of you who will be listening to this will never forget that day either. Because it was a hard day. It was one of the hardest days, I feel like, that I, I've, I've witnessed and I've been a part of. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know who needs to hear this today, but... But, you know, that, that psalm that I read at the beginning and uh, that I hope to have a special guest on while I'm home for the summer to talk about that psalm and what it means to him. Um, but what, what we, we see in that psalm, in Psalm 91, is that, you know, even though... You know, it seems like the world is caving in on us, even though it seems like, you know, things are going crazy. Even though our earthly bodies may be hurt, may be scarred, may be damaged, or we may even lose our life. God is still protecting us. He's still protecting our soul. And he's not going to let anything happen to us, to our souls, if we trust in him. And so I don't, I don't, I don't know who needs to hear that today, but, but uh, I, I just want to say that, you know, April twenty seventh, two thousand eleven is a day that will forever live in my heart. It will forever. Live in my mind. And I, I don't know what people went through on that day. What was going through people's minds on that day. And I hope we, we get to hear some stories of that Thursday. But But I know that a lot of people would not be here today had it not been for the great meteorologists we had covering that and keeping us informed and protecting it, doing their best that they could do to tell us the severity of this. I'm talking James and Jason, James Spann and Jason Simpson, uh, J.P. Dice and Wes at WBRC. Uh, we'll even lump in John Oldshue, who was storm chasing that day for 3340, and he has an interesting story about that. But I'll even go as far as this, you know, the, those at Channel 13, uh, Jerry Tracy, uh, CBS 42, David Neal, Mark Prater, all of those people. And I'm hoping to see if I can maybe have David on to uh, Thursday to share his experience in that. But 
I'm going to be real with you. I, I faced a lot of emotions after that day, even though I wasn't directly impacted. I can't imagine what those meteorologists went through, what they faced after that day, because I'm going to be real with you. If, if I had been in their shoes, I probably would have went through a long, long period of depression. And that, it, cause, because it was, was hard to watch, But I, I can't imagine doing everything you can to warn people and to show people the, the severity of that day and to lose that many people. I can't imagine what what meteorologists went through on that day. And so, you know, any... T- any time there's a, a severe weather outbreak, I feel like as as Christians, we need to be praying for those meteorologists because they end up going through a lot. And there's a lot that, you know, they, they try to hide, I feel like. They try to mask. Because especially in the midst of severe weather outbreaks like that, because they, they don't want to see... A, They've, because people don't want to see a meteorologist who's freaking out or who's got some anxiety trying to tell them what the, the severity of a storm. They want someone calm. They want someone cool, someone collected, but who is also stern with the warnings, I feel like. And so that... that I think they they have to to hide a lot of emotions when they're when they're going through an outbreak like that, and so all we can what we can do as Christians is pray for those for those meteorologists as they're they're trying to warn us and trying to protect us, and so. I think I'm going to wrap this one up for the uh, today. I'm hoping to have some folks on Thursday uh, with us to kind of share their stories from that day and uh, for us to just, you know, to dive into Scripture and to see and, and to, to find rest and to find peace that surpasses all understanding and just, just be an encouragement to one another. So... I'm gonna hop off here for this week. This is for or for today. This is uh, part one of a special brothers in faith with Stevo. Uh, I'll be back on Thursday. So love you guys and God bless.